Moon Podcast Escalation! Hello, everyone. My name is Jordan D. White. My name is Chris Sims, and this is Sailor Business. It's the podcast where we sit down with a friend and watch an episode of the classic 1990s Sailor Moon anime and talk about why it is that we love it so very much. Yay! And I, I, I gotta say, two episodes in, and I am very much enjoying Stars yeah, so far. You've seen nothing yet, my friend. <laughs> yeah, I know it's. I know it's gonna get weirder. I know at least that much. But is it as simple as no horse or is it is there an actual quality uptick? I I like I think there is actually before we started uh recording mm-hmm. our guest for this week's program, oh. Audrey Dubois and I were talking about this. Audrey, welcome yeah. back to the show. Thank you. Yeah, nice to be here. Uh we were talking about how these first two episodes don't really have a monster of the week so they feel fresh because they've they've broken away from the format but yeah like i i really like what what is going on here so far and i hope that continues because you know what i i got the tattoo i really want to like sailor moon again (laughs) how bad would this season have to be to make you regret your tattoo oh i would never regret the tattoo Oh, okay, because it's like it is it is uh i have had so many emotions because of sailor moon we all have (laughs) like i want to make a joke about well then wait till she and then say something horrible but anything i say would be so horrible that i should not say it yeah absolutely (laughs) (laughs) but just imagine the worst thing and then it's on you do i do i have to imagine no i meant the listeners the listeners the listeners listeners. no listeners you don't have to do it (laughs) uh but yes all right uh, Audrey, welcome back to the show. Uh, today we're going to be watching episode 168. But before we get to that, mm-hmm. Audrey, do you have any Sailor Moon developments in your life <laughs> in recent days? Oof. Um, well, there sure is that uh, they announced the new musical that's coming to the stage in 2020, which is going to be based on the Princess Kaguya lover story. Great. Which we all know as the Sailor Moon S movie. <laughs> Please, I hate it. So Luna's going to get some on stage live? That's the implication. <laughs> Could you maybe take another uh, take another shot at that? If, see if you can say it in a, a grosser way than you did? Probably. Oh, well, you know what? I bet you I can. That's but not I'm, a challenge. I'm not going to. Yeah. Good. <laughs> I'm so curious about how they're going to pull that off. <laughs> I, I have some concerns about Princess Kaguya's lover. Now, oh yeah. <laughs> now we've only watched one musical, uh, not counting the the Super Live. Yes. And in the one we saw, I believe there were no cats. Am I correct? I don't think there were because they didn't. Yeah. They didn't have puppets. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I remember there being a puppet. You know, I love them puppets. So are there cats in any of the other ones? Like, supposedly there, there's a bunch that were good recently. Like, are there cats in any of those? <laughs> there, there were good ones, and maybe they were good because there were no cats. But um, oh, the, the 1993, the first one ever, 
they were still trying to like get their their feet on the ground with their musicals. So um, they did have humans portraying Luna and Artemis, like in cat suits. Yeah, like with like cat ears and like little tails. And like, like wait, like like Andrew Lloyd Webber's cats? Yeah, kind of, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yikes! Zoinks! Yeah. Which is like, you know, that's not the way to do cat. Like, if you're gonna do cats, do do Lion King. You know, don't do Andrew Lloyd Webber. But they or just do puppets. <laughs> yes, exactly. So um, that obviously did not work, and the cats did not appear again until there was the Nogizaka Forty Six um, stage show, I think, last year, and that had Luna as a puppet. Okay. Yeah. So they're like slowly reintroducing cats back into the Sailor Moon musical canon, I guess. And apparently this is the next big step in for cats in general. (laughs) Is This is what I really like about your Twitter, your your Tumblr. Uh, This is what I like about you, Audrey. You got into Sailor Moon and you were like, all of it, please. Yeah, it, give me the musicals. Give me the '90s <laughs> anime. Give me Crystal. Give me Pretty Guardian. I want. I want it all. It very swiftly became my one personality trait. Oh, that's cold. <laughs> to myself, so it's okay. <laughs> well, uh, I think we should watch a musical. Uh, maybe between another musical, not between. Maybe after. Our final episode. Yeah, the last well, episode. Right. How could we do it after our final episode? Wouldn't that become our new final We'll do episode? it as a, a reunion special. Oh, like, like 20 years? <laughs> no, we'll, we'll, it'll be part of our documentary about how we made the last season. Oh, okay. It's, it'll be on HBO. Oh, you, have you got this deal lined up? This is amazing. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm in talks. Okay. Specifically with you right now. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, so if you know anybody... Uh, college boy i know the co-host of sailor business oh really yeah that's a get Mm -hmm. (laughs) big uh so jordan any uh sailor moon developments in your life recently (sighs) i'd like there to be i would also like there to be more sailor moon developments in my life uh yeah we found a sailor moon poster uh in devon's things we were looking through devon's uh old posters and found a really pretty sailor moon one um it's it looks like it's manga style art but it's of sailor moon (laughs) it's of sailor moon with wings but like kind of looking like she's like almost like she's falling Uh, is she like tripping like (laughs) she's on her way to to her first day of wing school (laughs) (laughs) no no um i'm trying to think even if i could google it to find it but it's like sailor moon wings poster is not good enough (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's gonna bring up quite yeah, a few images uh... i imagine <laughs> i'm so excited about my wife going back to grad school this fall because i'm definitely going to uh on the first day of school definitely making toast yes you said this yes. and i said just make sure you don't make her late oh i found it i found a, at least i found the image it's not the exact same poster oh yeah this is yeah that's yeah it, it came up that's that's gotta be the um uh what is it it's not it's soup is it super sailor moon when she's got the yellow skirt super duper sailor moon? Um, um, i'll tell you what it is it's bare ass sailor Extreme moon is where it is because her bare butt is exposed in this. <laughs> well yeah that is it's it's all out absolutely true <laughs> but it's <laughs> no shame no shame moon. but otherwise it is a perfectly nice uh poster of sailor moon and we were we were like oh maybe we'll uh, uh put it in a frame it's very pretty it's fine art Right, right. It's like a Botticelli. Well, Sailor compared moon. to yeah. some Sailor Moon posters out there, it is kind of nicer looking art. 
I mean, yes, because it's got like a good watercolor yeah. look to it. It's it's yeah. obviously it's Neko Takeuchi. It's it is very good. Her her ass is one yeah, million yeah, percent. It really is. <laughs> Unforge. So yeah, that is a that's a, a that is a development. How about you? Nope. Oh. <laughs> I'm good. Oh, you're you're good. You need no Sailor Moon development. You, uh, you... I would I would like more, but oh, I okay. have none. <laughs> so then, don't say you're good. Say I'm no. sadly lacking. I am sadly lacking in Sailor Moon developments. Um, if anybody, where, where, where do you live again? <laughs> North Carolina. North Carolina. <laughs> How do you not know this? I was going to try to get for five fucking years. You have not lived there all five of those years. I mean, that's true. So, but like, the the only time you have ever come to visit me was here. <laughs> that's true. So, if anybody uh, lives there and uh, has a Sailor Moon costume. Like stage a little event for him. <laughs> Give him something exciting to talk about for next episode. Um, that see that maybe seems ominous. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you are local and you have a Sailor Moon costume, we could probably be friends. But first, mm. stage a little event. <laughs> <laughs> That's your top priority. Something weird, so that like he's like you know driving down the street and like sees a Sailor Moon doing a thing. That'd be great. This is so vague. It's I'm so uncomfortable right now. <laughs> I'm so scared. Okay, uh, here, here I'll, I'll, let's do. Uh, Chris, uh, plug your ears. Uh, have it be that you're you're dressed as Sailor Moon and you're punching tuxedo mask and um, then hugging uh, a, a lady. What? Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Let's do the show. Let's do our show. Sounds good. Gets any weirder? And Jordan invites people to put on little stage plays <laughs> for you yeah that's even weirder <laughs> it's cheaper than a sailor moon musical yeah all right here we go yeah this week we are watching uh episode 168 of sailor moon that is episode two of sailor moon oh sailor stars excuse <laughs> yeah. me uh, it is called Saturn Awakens. The Ten oh. Sailor Guardians Unite. No points for guessing what happens in this one. <laughs> uh, it was written by Genki Yoshimura. The director was Harume Kosaka. Uh, the animation director was Shigetaka Kiyoyama. And it originally aired on March 23rd, 1996. Uh, we, of course, uh, Genki Yoshimura is a very familiar writer. Capture the Pegasus, the Amazon's Trap. A lot of horse stories. <laughs> Uh, but I think as far as things that we would really uh, like is uh, he did the A Dentist of Terror, uh, Palapala's house, ah. which is where we find out that the uh, Usagi's teeth are just fucked. <laughs> yeah. Who could forget that magical moment? All right. So uh, as is the case with all of stars, there is no uh, dub title for this, sadly. So it falls to us. To create the dub title for this one. If we can step into the role of H. Reginald Cloverway. I don't even remember what happens in this episode. Or Douglas Ian Charles. Oh. Yeah. I, mean, I think that that one actually is named after someone, isn't it? Is and it I think really? his name was just Deke. Am I wrong? I have no idea. And I don't want to know because I've already come up with the name and that is now a bit for the show. Okay. Douglas Ian Charles. Totally totally legit uh audrey do you have a uh a title for this episode 
Yeah, I decided um, in true alliterative spirit, uh, it should be called Cosmic Commotion because of events that happen with Sailor Saturn. That's very good. I, you know, I, I wanted to do this game and I now hate it because I'm bad at it. <laughs> but also be, partially because I don't remember what the fuck happens in this episode. Like, I'm looking at it going, oh. The, the ten Sailor Guardians unite? Like, yeah. Saturn awakens and the ten Sailor, that's what happens in the episode. Yeah, I Jordan. know. I know. But that's already the title. Also, <laughs> Sailor Moon turns into Super Sailor Moon again, but that's not. This game was your idea? Yeah, I know, and I'm bad at it. It turns out I'm bad at it. <sighs> hey, just need to practice, buddy. All right, don't be a quitter. Point. How about let's call it Super Surprise? I'm barfing <laughs> now from that. But it's Saturn yeah. Surprise. No, but I, I yeah, I don't, it was Saturn showed up last episode. Like I, yeah, but no, well, not Sailor Saturn. Okay, like Hotaru showed up. Yeah, they're but... the same person. I don't know if you know this. Uh, no, that what? can't be. I'm looking <laughs> right at her, and I, the hair looks very similar, but that's the rest of it just doesn't add up. Okay, uh, I, sorry. I I just want to let you know. I looked it up. I was wrong. Uh, Deke was founded by Jean Chalopin. Uh, he yeah, in I France. thought it was like a, a. I thought it was like a um, acronym, but it's a French acronym. Diffusion right? Information Communication. No, so I was also wrong. Cool. <laughs> I mean, those are great. Uh, maybe the words for those things in France are also the same letters, which is entirely possible. David Ian Charles. Yes. Hi, mm-hmm. I'm David yes. Ian Charles. Is he? Is he ne- Nefroy? <laughs> he could be. That does sound like a name one of these guys would have. Ooh. All right. Yeah. And it is a plot to get our energy. So, yeah. It worked for me. My title was uh, Saturn Makes the Scene. By the way. Okay. Well. That's good. Mm, good one. Yeah, I think it's a very good first season-y title. But I mean, although, again, it sounds like Saturn shows up for the first time, which she doesn't. Well, she shows up and kind of does stuff for the first time. Oh, slam. No, I mean, like, <gasps> she specifically didn't end the world <laughs> well, the last time we saw her. She doesn't this time either. Yeah, but she, but she does uh, do things. All right, let's get to it. Yes, let's get to it. Yeah. So uh, Jordan, you want to you want to start us off with uh, what happens in the episode? Oh, because this is this is your this is your jam right here. Wait, hold on, hold on. What happens in the episode? Like I, but I I feel like I don't understand the status quo of the show. I go listen to last week's episode because I did it and I thought it was really good, and all you did was dunk <laughs> on it for the whole fucking show. <laughs> I knew you were like doing a bit, but I got like legitimately a little mad about it. <laughs> So, uh, eat it is what i have to say to you um uh jake why don't you just drop the the clip from last episode in here for the next five minutes two seconds <laughs> all right well then let's uh let's get back to the actual show let's see where does this one begin uh it, this it's, uh, it's your it's your favorite couple yeah, they're 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 starting off. Um, it's this, this it, it starts off with a sex this talk. Fourteen year old girl, fifteen. 15. <laughs> okay, well she's not. She, he's not forty, uh-huh. and she's not fourteen. It's more like ugh, nineteen and fifteen, and that's not great, but it is what it is. Um, so here's what's happening. Uh, it starts with uh, this uh, newly 
entering into high school, high school freshman, and this college <laughs> sophomore, I guess, at the, <sighs> at the best, sitting on a park bench, and uh, she's going, hey, it's just about time that we do it. It's Memorial and Usagi, by the way. It's not just two randos. If that was yeah. not clear. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, she 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 thinks it's about time. Yeah, yeah, it's not. <laughs> Just want to throw that up. It is not about time. Spoiler alert. Well, <laughs> thankfully, Memoru is not paying any attention. Not because he knows it's wrong for him to have sex with his underage girlfriend, but because there is glass in his eye. Yeah, he did get evil glass in his eye last episode, which again. He might as well have just like had his teeth fall out too. <laughs> That's what it, happens to Usagi, as you know. <laughs> yeah, like let's just do all of my nightmare imagery at once. Birthday? <laughs> uh, is that all there are? I don't know. Spiders, cats licking you. I, don't I know. actually don't mind spiders. Yeah. We've talked about this. Spiders are homies. Cats licking you? I I I don't. I'm not like afraid of cats. I'm allergic to cats. All right. Well, maybe I thought maybe you were around one half and you were gonna be afraid. Of cats. <laughs> No, I do not have one of those big soft Rumiko Takashi heads. <laughs> Love those big so, soft heads. So, uh, Usagi n- notices that she offered her boyfriend sex and he didn't say anything. So she starts uh, talking gibberish to him. Uh, she says, uh, the guest next door eats lots of persimmons. Uh, and then she says, Bonds drew a fine portrait of himself on a screen. I don't know what the hell that means. Before we before we really get into that, can, can we specifically say what Usagi says to uh, to Memoru? So it's not just like she's like, "Hey, hey, why don't we do have it? sex?" Yeah, yeah. No, that's what she says. What, yeah. No, what does she what does she actually? Say? She yeah. says it's it's way worse, uh, Jordan. She <laughs> says I'm in high school now and I can do things that high schoolers do. <laughs> Audition for marching band, homework, trial for drama club, SATs. Yeah, yeah, SATs. Science. Uh, yell at my parents for no reason. <laughs> yeah, you have that to look forward to. I don't think her parents ever show up again, so I don't think we can see that. No, I mean, you personally have that <laughs> oh, to look forward oh, to. Oh, 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 right, right, right. But yeah, like that's this is this is a wild way to open an episode. <laughs> well, you know, didn't she? Wasn't it? Uh, wasn't too long ago she heard uh, uh, Mishiru talking about. Uh, how like adults get to do adult things and that makes them better than kids and she's yeah. like really <laughs> yeah that look that is true that's that continuity right. it was like right. I'm out right at that moment <laughs> maybe she's not maybe she's not quite sure what they do so she's just like i mean i'm ready for all the high school stuff if you just tell me what it is <laughs> tell me your secrets all right, so uh, so that's when she realizes that Memo is not paying any attention to her, and he she gets very upset about it. Uh, she also has a weird balloon that's like a sideways balloon that like shines light in it's, his yeah, eye. It's like a party balloon. It's like a like a but, silver but sideways. Party yeah, like it's like, like it's we're it's used like to the balloons you get at the grocery store, but mm. sideways. But yeah, but I mean. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's kind of sideways. It has like a ruffle around the middle, right? Like it, the ones we we get are usually like they're they're round so that the the circle goes up and down. Th- this one is round so that the circle goes side to side. It looks like it might be the like fourth member of that weird family of monsters. Yes, <laughs> the ball monsters. The ball family, yeah, yeah. the forgotten cousin. <laughs> so the 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 light glints off of this uh, balloon into Mamo's glass eye. And it makes him uh, get all freaked out, and uh, his eye starts hurting and making him see images of, um, what's her name again? 
Queen Nehalenia? Nehalenia, right, right, right. And then he strikes Usagi in anger. Yeah, which, again, a extremely wild way to open the show. <laughs> now, to make it a li- he he slaps her hand away. He doesn't he doesn't hurt her, it, it, and he's not happy about it. He feels really bad, and he's like, "I'm going to buy another balloon. I'm really sorry." Yeah, but she's like, "No, go home and rest." And he's like, "All right, okay, go home, get yeah, some sleep, have a Snickers. A nap. Yeah, <laughs> sleep it off, boy." He's got glass in his eye. These things happen. Does he does in fact have evil glass in his eye? So that's that's a a better excuse for shoving someone's hand away than than most people would have. I think. Did you ever see Purple Rain, the Prince movie? Yeah, yeah. I've actually not. Well, I enjoyed watching the song. I watched it like right after he died because they had a screening in theaters, and I was like, I I like the songs. I want to see it, and it's. You know, it's weird and it's interesting. And I enjoyed it because the music is really good and he's a great performer. But he's like the lead in the movie and he's playing like a kind of sort of but only barely fictionalized version of himself. Like most everybody else is playing themselves and he's playing a character called The Kid. (laughs) But there's a scene where he like beats his girlfriend because his dad beats his mom. And I was literally like, what? I could not believe that he was like, I want to do this movie where I'm the main character and I'm the most important guy. And I totally hit my, my girlfriend. And I was like, what? Anyway. Have you ever read the Prince comic books? No, <laughs> I didn't know those existed. Yeah. Um, DC, like, because Prince was signed to Warner Brothers, right? Okay, right, right, So right. Warner got DC to create this imprint called Piranha Press. Okay. And they put out a a prince comic circa like 1989 1990 so batman era yeah batman era prince <laughs> and it's written by Dwayne mcduffie oh who if you don't know who that is uh animation fans would probably know him primarily from uh writing he was like the showrunner on justice league unlimited uh yeah. but he is a a was a legendary uh, comic book creator he create uh, co-created static for instance mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but uh it's it's written by mcduffie it's drawn by dennis cowan she's louise and it's about prince's uh old old partner gemini uh who comes back to town to retake control of the new power generation because they used to be the power generation before prince defeated his evil music it's the shit <laughs> and which, which when was this from 1889 uh, are they, are they... 1991 yeah it's it's post batman but there is a joke where prince is uh hits a guy with a baseball bat and he says i'm batman that's, that's <laughs> yeah there's a second one and it's called three chains of gold can you get them anywhere or do you have to like get them in oh no no the, you have to like i don't believe these were ever reprinted uh in fact like when i posted about them on my blog ages ago Dwayne mcduffie was the first pro to ever comment on my old website and he was like, yeah, I didn't like, because one of them was a, was called three chains of gold. And it was like, they used the same story for a video or like a short film or something. And he was like, I had no idea that this was like, this was adapted for film. Wow. <laughs> yeah. There's two issues. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Brian Boland does the cover. What? Yeah. Highly recommended. Anyway. Besides, yep. last Prince thing. The other crazy thing about Purple Rain is that, like, the plot of Purple Rain is part of the plot of Purple Rain anyway. Is that the kid 
like is uh kind of a, a glory hog and like his band is like we write songs too and he's like yeah 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 thanks um except that they keep playing this like chord progression throughout the thing going like we're working on this song and he's like okay i'll let you know if i want it um but at the end he's finally like you know what i think we could do something with that and it becomes that it's actually purple rain except here's the thing he fucking wrote purple rain <laughs> his band did not like i said his band plays themselves but they didn't co-write yeah. purple rain they co-wrote some other shitty song that he's like b-side not not important not important the big song they pretend that they co-wrote with him they didn't co-write <laughs> anyway that's that's very that's very good. <laughs> Learn so much. So yeah, speaking of people playing themselves, we cut to to Crown Fruit Pallor. Is someone about to play yeah. themselves? No, I just I just I don't know. You know what it's time for? <laughs> A fashion corner. They're all wearing no. uniforms. Okay, good. They are all wearing their new uniforms, except of course, uh, Ray is in her existing TA Academy uniform. But you know what? You know what it's time for. Oh, let's talk English. Yeah, it's time for us to to let's speak English. Yay! Let's speak English. Uh, Ray it's, is. It's the name English. of a course. It's the name of a course, and so it, it's a TV English conversation course. And it is called Let's Speak English, which uh, Ray says, which is very delightful. I cannot wait to watch the dub of this episode. Yes. I wonder what they change it to. Probably they just call it Let's Speak English because, I mean, in the dub, they do acknowledge they are in Japan. Yeah. True. Uh, it's hosted by a very handsome man named George. Yeah. We, we find out uh, from Makoto that George, the host, is so handsome. <laughs> Don't we all learn English because George is hot? Is that the reason that we all speak English? Yeah. If you really think about it. For sure. And of course, Ami, was, who was initially like, uh, I would like to learn more about this educational program, is like, aw, you, you boy crazy gals. <laughs> but it's not like Ami needs a conversational English television program. She canonically learns 100 English words every day. Yeah, she has established this fact. Yes, she could probably teach George a few words. Yes, mm -hmm. she's very smart. Yeah, Ami versus George. Ami versus George. The smackdown we've all been waiting for. Who do you could think George be the new Greg? <laughs> Who do you think knows English better, Ami or us? Uh, probably Ami. <laughs> probably. You're right. You're right. It's Ami. <laughs> I was an English major, and I'm completely confident that Ami knows better English than me. <laughs> Her IQ is 300. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Mina has been practicing singing and dancing every day because uh, she wants to be a an idol, and Usagi is sad. Mm. Yeah, because she's not like like luna she's not getting any <laughs> no luna's getting some that high school stuff luna's getting some from artemis she's just settling for it <sighs> she, she's turning into a people and romancing <laughs> weird astronomers okay audrey we got into an argument Ooh. jordan and i yeah yeah yeah, yeah. every About episode but here's one i mean yeah About whether, the, whether the astronomer character Mm -hmm. was smart or not 
because he believes that there is a princess who lives in the moon, but there was in fact a princess who lived on the moon. Yeah, but not the one he thinks that there was, and he thinks she's currently there, and she's not. <laughs> That's a great question. We'll have to wait till the musical to find out the real answer. <laughs> where he tells us in song. They'll have a big song about whether he's smart or not. It'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> I would be totally down for that. So, Jordan, you're a father. I am. Oh, speaking of families with no fathers? <laughs> no, like, you, is, you know, it's true what they say. They grow up so fast. Okay, yes, that's accurate. <laughs> yeah, it, I, feel, I do. I feel like it was just yesterday that all Darian could do was, like, kind of lie there and wiggle. And now he's he's running around. He's, he's saying some words. He's doing impressions of Chewbacca. It's wonderful. Wow. Um, I'll tell you what I don't like about this scene. Mm-hmm. What it is is... Um, uh, Michiru and Haruka come home, and uh, Hotaru, who is now like a older than a toddler, like yeah, probably she, like a five year old. Yeah, I mean, she speaks pretty pretty well. I spoke pretty well when I was five. I don't know. No, no, I'm not <laughs> I'm saying not, I'm not trying to brag. I'm agreeing anything, with you. But, I'm agreeing with you. But they have drawn her like just a small person. <laughs> they have. I mean, her head's pretty big. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's no <laughs> everybody's head is big, Jordan. No, I think it's bigger than I. I think her head is nor almost normal anime Sailor Moon head size. Okay, compared to her body, which is just tiny. I just feel like they took they took Hotaru, like regular Hotaru, put her in Photoshop, and just like grabbed the corner and shrunk that window down a little bit. <laughs> yes, yeah. It's like looking at a like one of those medieval paintings of babies, where it's just like, oh, a small man. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. When you when you see her, like when they do the close up, yes, her head is gigantic because that's how you can tell he's a child. But it is <laughs> she. She is talking about all the things she has learned. She probably knows English better than we do. Because she Chris also understands the theory, like the, the quantum field theory. <laughs> Chris, do you have your Sailor Moon role-playing game nearby? Uh, I do. Okay, because what I want to know is, what year were they born in? Uh, well, Usagi was, like, canonically, Usagi was born in 78. Right, but I'm yeah, talking she's about... She's the same age as my sister, so happy happy 41st coming up, Usagi. Is it, she's really, she's she's older than, than me. Well, I, I she's a, she's an older woman. Um, no, I'm talking, about, I'm talking about Uranus and Neptune. Uh, okay, well, I mean, they would be... <laughs> a year older than sailor moon right no 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 no. they're i think they're this is what i'm asking about i think they're more older than her than that okay <laughs> let's see oh uh, okay well i just googled it and i do not accept the answer i just got. <laughs> uh michiru whose erwin toy's name was corinne or no oh, sorry haruka uh whose name means distant heaven king uh -huh. according to this book which is uh -huh. dope as shit uh, -huh. uh was also born in 1978 january 27th yeah. 1978 that's what i just found and i no. i cannot accept this no <laughs> that's preposterous that's uh i'll tell you this though the guardians of order sailor moon role-playing and resource book straight up says uh what are our haruka's strengths car racing flirting with girls <laughs> i mean that's accurate that's 100 percent accurate i'm talking about okay because here's why because what I was going to say was, oh, they probably are out of high school now. Like, they, they must have graduated at the end of last year. Because they stroll into this scene as fucking full-on sophisticated adults. 
Oh yeah. They're buying baguettes at the store. <laughs> <laughs> it's the hottest new trend among kids. If you go to TikTok, it's just all baguettes. <laughs> no, I refuse to believe this. So I mean, th- so was it? Were you telling us about the, the 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 comic having them have a family with three moms for season uh, Maybe. four? Because 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 yeah, they've they've followed through yeah. on that. Now they live in a house together. A sprawling domestic estate. Yeah, with uh, as the three moms of yeah. of uh, the little one. Yeah, and they are a hundred percent sophisticated adults. If you are telling me they are sixteen years old, <laughs> I'm saying go fuck yourself. That's wrong. <laughs> Mayusagi herself is like, oh, I I I can finally start to be a high schooler, and they're the same age. I don't believe yeah, it. I mean, they were in high school, six months older than Usagi. Yeah. <laughs> they were in high school last season, uh, or or two seasons ago, I should say. Yeah. So, or actually, wait, were they? They were at TA Academy, but was they, TA they Academy? Were at TA Academy. They were at um, uh, Infinity Toys School. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, uh, Mugen Academy. Yeah, Mugen Academy. That's what I'm thinking. Of. Yeah, was that a was that a high school or was that a like raise every age school? I believe it was a high school. Okay, so well, Hotaru also was in that school. Oh yeah, you're that's right. True. Just so that we can uh, complete the set here, uh, Sailor Pluto, mm-hmm. whose Irwin Toy's name was Celia. <laughs> okay. She is over 1,000 years old. Okay. <laughs> what year does it say she was born? Uh, Sailor Pluto, birth date, unknown. Setsuna's birth date, uh, October 29th, 1975. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> she's a Scorpio, through and through. Yes. She's 5'6", she's which is weird because she's really? very, much taller than everyone else. She bends space around her to make herself look taller. Uh, her strengths include sewing and offering guidance to others. <laughs> They're saying Saturn was born in January of 81. Yeah. That's only, what, three years younger? So she's 11? She's like 12. She would have yeah. made her 12. What? Yeah. I mean, we figured that. Like, we figured, like, when uh, Chibi comes back, she's like 10 or 11. So that makes sense. Uh, I don't like it. Which, okay, okay. You want to know what's really weird? If we're on this subject, yes. And man, you want to know what's really whack? I do. Can't even get a date. So what you think of that? Uh, oh. Here's what's weird. Chibi goes away. Mm-hmm. When she comes back, she is mm-hmm. she is noticeably older. She is I... no longer like a five year old. She's like a ten year old, and is characterized as such. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's like, say I accept that. Go ahead. Okay. Um, <laughs> Kyosuke and and uh uh oh what's what's her name? The Momo. girl in the cocktail dress, yes. Kyosuke and Momo. They also age, but only like less than a year passes for all the other characters. See, but that's the thing is I don't know that I accept the premise that Chibi is five years older in one season than the next. Well let's let's see. I don't let's know that this there's thing any list way for to. Chibi. It's not gonna say anything because she's nine hundred years old. And from the future. Right, born in the year twenty nine hundred. Might not have Chibi in this. Phew. You want to know Chibi's RPG stats? Yeah, it's got these Sailor Starlights. Don't know who they are yet. Oh, uh, don't look at them. <laughs> it's got the cats. What year was the cats born in? Explore. <laughs> it's their ta- hobbies, their talents. Impossible to say because they are moon cats. Okay. <laughs> so listen, my point was. These girls are not 16-year-old girls. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, if you had said to me they were high school seniors in season three, and now that Sailor Moon has graduated to high school, they have graduated to college and or just being uh, independently wealthy young women, <laughs> uh, I would have believed you. But the <laughs> idea that they are 16-year-olds raising a family is a little nutty to me. I mean, they, they yeah. seem like they're as old as Memo, at least. Definitely. I mean, you're right. You know what? You're, you are right. And, and listen, I know I defend the show on Memo a lot and say he's 19. <laughs> but he comes off as older than 19. I can't No, deny. but that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like, they have all the stuff oh, that yeah. he has that <laughs> yeah. makes him seem older, right? Yes. Like, he's got a car. He lives alone. He yeah. has grown-up hobbies like horticulture. Dress jackets. Yeah. Dress, he cosplays as a dad. Yeah. <laughs> he has a kid. Yeah. Yeah. I mean they both do <laughs> right, now. Right. Um it's bananas. If 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 he's 40, they're 40. <laughs> Does Memoru, or and if not, should he buy baguettes? Pay child support <laughs> to a cuckoo. No. That's his kid. No, that's gross. Ooh. Why is that gross? No, that's gross. That's not gross. Well it that's is his, that's his kid. But it implies that he had the kid with a koku, which he did not. Well, no, he's not going to give. He's not going to pay child support to Usagi. Usagi's not paying for anything. So, like, come on. Besides, they use they use their their psychic trickery to make uh, a koku just go. Eh, I'll just pay for everything. <laughs> that's that's it's my niece. It's my niece from a sibling I don't have. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just can't believe that they're they're that that he's a deadbeat dad. <laughs> he's not taking care of his kid. Maybe his future self is sending money back into their bank account. Yeah. Uh, buddy, lavender suit and Demi Mason than anywhere and anything. Except bad oh, dreams. Wow. <laughs> maybe he's sending maybe he's sending Usagi's parents dreams about like what stocks to invest in. Mm. You know? Maybe so. <laughs> I'll I'll buy that. That's a good head gift. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, Audrey, All right. you frequently uh, we, we do fashion corner here on the show, but you have frequently oh, yeah. listed off people's uh, great outfits. <laughs> I would like to know what you think of Haruka and Michiru in this scene. Yeah, they they have this this very bold like pastel trench coat vibe going on. Yeah, which it's like you know a little bit Dick Tracy, but a little bit like shoujo anime. So I'm a fan. I think maybe they invested in parents like clothing because like. You know, two days ago, they became mothers. And now they're like, oh, we got to look the part. It would be nice to be that rich. <laughs> it sure would, wouldn't it? Like, they're like... They just like... Yeah. Yeah. Like, they, they, they're driving their, like, their, their, like, sports car into this, like, Jane Austen estate. <laughs> and like, you know what? We need, we need some new clothing for our new child. Finally, it has come to pass that Haruka is officially daddy. <laughs> Dream daddy. Also, um, Setsuna shows up, uh, and she looks like she's going to work. <laughs> like she, she she's really wearing does. a suit. No, she looks like a space alien going to work <laughs> in a human office. She looks like she, she, like this could be a concierge outfit. She looks like she's going to work at the Continental. She's going to get a gold coin from John Wick. <laughs> no, everybody there wears like dark suits. Not everybody. John Wick <laughs> definitely does. Yeah. Well, he doesn't work there. But anyway, uh, 
Listen, she looks yeah, she looks like somebody like she does not understand human society. She's wearing a bow tie. I mean, again, that's what happens when you stand alone outside of a door for a thousand years. I feel like I mentioned this last time, but Setsuna's vibe with clothing as a character is exactly the same as uh Lucy Liu on elementary. Where she's just, they're just putting oh, yeah, yeah, her yeah, yeah, in yeah. ridiculous outfits, but because she's one of the most beautiful women in the world, she pulls anything off. <laughs> That's a good assessment. I think you're you're very generous <laughs> to <laughs> with your to whom with your she pulls anything off assessment of of Lucy. Liu? I think she looks no no. Oh, okay. Oh, no, I'm sorry about I Lucy. I think she Liu. looks. I think, I think Satsuna is wearing similar clothing. Oh, I thought you were saying they both were the same in that way. Uh, no, just, just the clothes are very similar. I think Satsuna yes. looks, okay, yes. looks good. She does look like she's maybe get like going to go, maybe she's going to go be a flight attendant. or t- yeah. like, She looks like it is a service industry job. Flight attendant with a specific costume. How, how do you feel about Lucy Liu going blonde? Is she blonde now? Oh, yeah, the new season of, uh, of Elementary. We were actually watching it oh. before oh, I, haven't, I came I haven't on. I caught up on the new season. There's two episodes. She's blonde. <sighs> Spoiler alert. Well, that wasn't really a plot point. <laughs> what about what about Johnny Lee Miller from uh, Hackers? Is he is he blonde again? Like he was in I mean, Hackers? No, no, not like bleach blonde. No, I mean he's isn't he kind of blonde or no? No, I guess he's not. I just love mentioning that Johnny Lee Miller was the star of Hackers. You ever watch Train Spotting? I love those. Movies. Uh, no, because I don't like drugs. They, well, neither do I. <laughs> But they're dark as shit. Hey, can you tell that it's late? Nope. <laughs> it's the end of a week. It's late. We're all a little bit sleepy. Nope. So, uh, meanwhile, while while the parents are having a... <laughs> while the three moms, <laughs> while the crystal gems are having a, a talk with each other... They Hotaru, lose their child. Yeah, they lose their child, and Hotaru immediately starts summoning balls of light. It's so good. <laughs> I Like, I was talking about this earlier, but, like, the amount of, like... Even for Sailor Moon, the amount of weirdness quotient in this episode is extremely high. Oh, yes, this is the dumbest part of the episode, probably. (laughs) Which means it's the best. They go into the house, they go, they split up, search the house, reunite together and go, she isn't anywhere. There's only one place left to look. Her room. That's what? the parenting experience. That's the fucking first place they should look. She's in her room. <laughs> and then, you know, when they find her, you know what she's doing. She's doing the hottest new trend among children. Mm-hmm. What's that? She's using the laws of physics to simulate past events. <laughs> yeah, that is certainly what she's doing. Is she not simulating the Big Bang? Yeah, no, she is. Yeah. Use, she is using the laws of physics. To do well, it, I mean, which how is, else would you do that? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Why not? That's what that means. Sure. It's, it's so funny that like Setsuna is like she's trying to say like oh she's growing so fast by being like oh yeah she understands relativity and she like memorized the entire corpus of William Butler Yeats and she's creating universes. She's simulating uh, life at a rate a billion times faster than it should be. It's like, I don't think those are hallmarks of a child growing older. I think that means your child is a computer or is possibly God. Yeah. I don't know. Although I'll tell you, the scale on her model is way off. <laughs> Audrey, 
as, as a uh, as as someone with a degree in English, uh, is Yates what you're uh, gonna give to a kid? Absolutely not. Yeah, I don't I think, so. think so. I think there might be like other like Dr. Seuss. He's a great poet <laughs> that you might like start with instead. But you know, oh. yeah, <laughs> I feel like there are worse poets. Like Dr. Byron. Yeah. Seuss? Oh. So. <laughs> the worst worst poets than Yates to give to a weird infant who is now a star child to read. Yeah. It's so funny because in the manga, she's constantly quoting William Butler Yates. And I think it's hilarious. Really? Yeah. God, that's At least a amazing. few times. Yeah. And it's like, who is like Who's the target demographic for this? <laughs> Is it me? 20 years in the future? What's going on? That's bananas. Yeah. That's my one spoiler for the manga. It's quite all right. WB Yates. <laughs> Content. Amazing. Oh. And then, so then what happens? Uh, so then uh, Haruka starts talking about a sci-fi story she read. Is Yates Tiger Tiger? That's Blake. The Blake. Okay. <laughs> That's the it. other William, yeah. <laughs> I dropped out, everybody. <laughs> I have two English degrees, but I I hate poetry. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you have a favorite poem, uh, Jordan? I don't, because I really hate poetry. You are you are so binary on so many things. No, I just I just like poetry is a thing. I just can't I can't understand it. I can't get. You're it. like a hundred percent out on poetry and onions. <laughs> well, onions are the worst thing in the universe. Poetry is no, not that's that bad. Completely false. I don't want to get into this with you again. Audrey, okay. do you have a favorite poem? Well, it's Walt Whitman's 200th birthday today, so I'm feeling wow. uh, song of myself. That's a good one. Yeah. I deliberately uh, skewed the schedule so that it would fall on Walt Whitman's <laughs> birthday. Well done. Because, <laughs> because uh, as we are learning, Hotaru contains multitudes. Yes. <laughs> so, so, yeah, this is just a weird thing. No, that's fine. Theme. Don't ask me mine. It's fine. Oh, I, I, I hate just poetry. Just move on. What's yours? <laughs> uh, mine is uh, Terrence, This is Stupid Stuff by E. Houseman. Uh, okay. It's a song about how, or it's, yeah. a, it's a poem about how insufferable poets are. <laughs> You'd like it. Oh, then that sounds cool. Perfect. Um, Love it. <laughs> yeah, I just I can't do it, man. Anyway, um, so she made a universe in her room. I don't know why. I don't know how. <laughs> I'm imagining like Haruko Michiru are just like going on the, like the new mommy forums, and they're like, "Hey, my my child, like, what age is a child supposed to start crafting worlds with their bare hands?" <laughs> you know how when your uh, when your toddler is using the laws of physics to simulate past yeah. events? Am I right, yeah. ladies? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "Hotaru, use your words," and she just like points at the solar system that she created, and whose death is inevitable. <laughs> it's like no. No. Well, or she, uh, or I guess she could just tell them that a dark shadow on the white moon. Right. She falls of over uh, face first onto the ground, and they pick her up, and that's what she says: a dark shadow on the white moon. She's just a, 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 a cryptic, uh, creepy kid right now. <laughs> yes. Who is she also is. much older than she should be? Okay, well, not <laughs> than she should be. She should be like twelve. But <laughs> was an infant yesterday. Yeah. Oh, speaking of uh, good. <laughs> Speaking of a good mother, <laughs> she falls over on her face, starts saying all this creepy shit, and like literally like shaking. And, uh, and Haruka says, Hotaru, pull yourself together. Very cool. <laughs> Great. That is how Classic. you handle that. Yeah. 
all three of them between them share like one brain cell. They have to juggle it. <laughs> um, so her universe, and they, she says, pull yourself together multiple times <laughs> uh, to this poor kid. Yeah, well, I mean, consider that Haruka's big problem with Usagi was that she was too immature to do murders. <laughs> You're just a kid. I was born in January. You were born in June. And, You're just a baby. And apparently she learned nothing from that because she didn't even need to do those murders. Yeah. Uh, so back with the inner senshi. And that scene just ends? That scene just stops? Yeah, yep, it's There's over. a universe still sitting in a room, I guess? Yep, there it cool. is. You can sell it on eBay. <laughs> anyway, back to the inners. Go ahead. Yes, uh, back with the the inner senshi. They're they, they should be having fun and shopping, but uh, Usagi is upset because Memo does not seem to enjoy her company. But that's really sad. Like you know, I mean, it is. Like she she's like is is the spark gone? Out of their marriage that's going to last at least 1,000 years in the future? <laughs> no, he just has glass in his eye. Uh, I do like that uh, Usagi is genuinely upset about this, and like Ray is immediately like supportive, which is nice. I, it's character growth. It's development. She's no longer <laughs> trying to steal her man. Yeah. She's not even trying to like be mean, which is like... Wow. That's my big problem. She's just mean for no reason. So then they just see two fucking dipshit boys and they're like oh look at them <laughs> yeah these are <laughs> the most 90s fellows to ever roam the earth just show up out of nowhere uh i think th- i don't know if they're given names but i'm gonna call the left one jonathan and the right one taylor thomas wow mm-hmm. that was a good oh, joke hey i got it hang on i'm looking at the shot of the scouts where nehelenia appears in the in the window Take a look at the high fashion being sold in the store behind them. Uh, okay. It's like it's... a fucking Disney Prince outfit or something. Uh, yeah, no one no one shops like Gaston. <laughs> <laughs> like what the oh, that, that is like a little bit a little bit medieval. <laughs> it's got like a rope belt. <laughs> it's vintage, very vintage. <laughs> Extremely vintage. Weird. Is that and that does that take us to the act break? I think it does. Does it? I yeah. just like that Nahalinia just shows up and is like <laughs> scowling. But yes, that does in fact take us to the act break. Stars. I meant to tell you at the beginning of the show, I'm still not super into the theme song. You're wrong. <sighs> But I I do love the jazzy uh, incidental music. You'll get there. Although, mm-hmm. here's one thing I will say about the theme song. I actually like the album version better. Um, yes. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Because I like the way the album version starts with a few more lines before all the music kicks in. Hey, Jordan. Yep. Uh, would you like to tell our listeners how mm. they could help support the show? Well, they could um, go to a website. And that website is called patreon.com slash sailor business and they can there sign up to donate donate patronize patronize no not patronize patronize the show at any amount per month that they so desire from one dollar all the way up through sixty thousand dollars per month and that money goes to 
keeping us able to make this show possible and deliver you the sailor business content that you so desire. But you also can get bonus content if you are signed up for some levels. For example, at the $5 level, I believe you get access to the cut moments from the episodes where we're talking about things that gross Chris out or that he finds boring. <laughs> what, 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 any good things that we that got cut out recently, you think? I mean, I don't know, but we did talk for about 15 minutes about Prince on this very episode. We'll see how much of that made it in. <laughs> if you heard about Prince recently, then you heard it. If you didn't, become a patron. Yeah. Or you could do the $15 per month level. And at that level, you actually can get a awesome pin that we've made. We actually have made two at this point. One is Tennis Ball Sailor Moon. The other is Luna Act Sorry. And we'll be making a new one for this new year relatively soon. We may be making a new one for let's not let's not make promises just yet, I mean, Jordan. We should probably make one every year, shouldn't we? I mean I mean look, maybe, but Tennis Ball Sailor Moon proved to be a hit. So yeah, we want to thank our latest patrons. Uh Ash is a new patron at the uh, at the pin level. Thank you so much, Ash. We got uh, Jean-Frédéric. Thank you, Jean-Frédéric. Uh, Samwise is a new patron. Ah, Samwise. Thank you so much. Uh, Rory is a new patron. Thank you, Rory. Uh, Mick Shrimsky. Mick Shrimsky? Well, thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, Malia is a new patron. Thank you very much, Malia. And uh, those are our new patrons. Those are the people who have gone to patreon.com slash sailor business and, uh, and helped us out. And it is very nice of you to, uh, to go there. We do appreciate it because it really does. Th- the show takes a lot of time. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and we're all very, we're all so tired. Uh, Jordan, do you want to do, uh, do anything else while we're here in the, in the break? Sure. Let's see if we got any, uh, any good Twitter questions. I think we got one, uh, recently that i didn't ask and the person was like hey why didn't you ask my question so let's reward that by asking the question we we do have a a really nice new uh email well as i well. just said i'm gonna ask a question <laughs> oh well let's let me do the email first. okay <laughs> uh we got an email from a uh russian sailor business fan oh uh irina uh, who says, thank you both for Sailor Business. Your podcast has given me strength and solace in my first year of full-time work as a literature professor. I'm late to the party, but catching up, I'm into the third season episode now. You guys are wonderful and generous with your time. Thank you, Arena. I found Sailor Business especially fascinating for its look into the 90s Sailor Moon fandom in the U.S. Since I knew nothing about it, I grew up watching and loving the show in Russia, where Usagi was called Bunny, but no attempt was made to straighten out Haruka and Mishiru. Yes, the 90s were pretty wild in Russia. People tend to forget that. Wow. So at the age of 13, I was hit with the full force of Haruka's masculine awesomeness, cut my hair off, and asked my parents to buy me a suit and tie, which they did. Whoa. In my group of friends, we had a pretty extensive cast, and I was Yarnus. We had lots of Sailor Moon-related drama and Sailor Moon-related fun. That's I also amazing. ended up running a bi-weekly Sailor Moon column in a local kid's newspaper. <laughs> kids would write in and send in drawings, and I would respond. I think they asked questions about Sailor Moon or Japan, and I answered with the help of an encyclopedia about Japanese culture. This is amazing. So obviously, I am one of those people who who glimpsed through Haruka a world free, a world of freer gender expression. Now revisiting the show as an adult and a PhD in literature, I still love her, but I notice other things more, like the outer senshi, as Jordan points out, are assholes a lot of the time. <laughs> <laughs> 
Accurate. <laughs> Accurate. I have thoughts about that. I think the Outer Senshi are reinforcing a theme that's already been brewing in the earlier seasons. The opposition between dignity and lack of dignity. Between being cool and being ridiculous. The Outer Senshi are so compelling because they're cool. There's rarely anything gauche about them. They always seem in control, except when they aren't. The coolness places a limitation. They cannot go beyond the coordinates given to them. Usagi, obviously, is the opposite of cool. Total idiot, arms flailing, face so expressive, it is almost always comical. She's not good, either. She's sneaky and meddlesome and limited in her own ways. But her lack of dignity is what allows her to break the system again and again. Her love is idiotic and unreasonable, which means that only she can make the impossible step at the end of every season. Believe in a victory that is absurd, and thus make it happen. So these are uh, Rena's thoughts. Uh, thank you so much arena i really like that interpretation of usagi that's awesome i agreed a (laughs) hundred percent great great email awesome story uh yeah that's exciting yeah all right well i have i have the question okay it's from uh cheryl weiser and she wants to know which would you say is creepier and worse oh boy i can (laughs) (laughs) i already i already I'm, I'm worried about where this is going. That's fair. Um, which would you say is creepier and worse? A child falling in love with a literal fetus who hasn't even been born yet from a dream, or a horse from a dream? Would you personally be more embarrassed or ashamed to admit? Which one would you personally be more embarrassed and ashamed to admit to your friends? W- what is the What is the first one? I'm not a hundred percent sure. <sighs> I mean, let me Google. Both of those. Like, is, is that, like, uh, the horse being in love with uh, with Chibi, who will not be born for another <laughs> 900 years? No, it must be, it must be from something. Or, or it's just a thought experiment. Uh, I mean, obviously, it would be better to, it would be less, Im- well, first of all, I wouldn't admit, admit either of them to my friends. No, I, w- uh, I, I wouldn't admit so. that to a therapist. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah like i feel like it would be less creepy to fall in love with a (laughs) unborn fetus (laughs) because with the argument that at least they're human yes and i am assuming that they are going to be born someday and many years later we can be married many years later (laughs) the other one's a horse yeah, the other one is a horse would be my major problem mm. with that yeah. as well. I would rather not participate in this thought experiment. <laughs> yeah. If possible. I think that they were really looking for your answer here. Um, I honestly I have no answer to give. You oh, wow. you have gone where I cannot follow. Wow. <laughs> um, what do you think, Audrey? The obvious answer is um unborn horse fetus, of course. Yeah. Horse fetus. <laughs> it's just Absolutely. to go all the way. And just accept it. Well, there's an episode title, everybody. <laughs> oh, uh, here's one more thing. Uh, JK, JK, JK. <laughs> uh, Magus Kaolinite uh, wants to know, uh, suggested, actually, that we uh, should... Who, by the way, is great. I uh, I met her at uh, at the Super Live. Oh, terrific. Cool. Yeah. Um, but she wanted to suggest that we add to our list of customary questions at the beginning of uh, a time with a guest who's your favorite villain from sailor moon Ooh, that's a good one and i think that is a good question <laughs> well, audrey since we have you here who is your favorite villain from sailor moon it high key has to be the doom tree alias <laughs> i don't really? even know if they count as true villains but oh, um, villains yeah 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 they're villains and not they're the the, the main antagonist 
I love them so much because, you know, they're not really evil. They're just out like, you know, looking for some food, looking for some energy, getting into teen drama, all that good stuff that makes a good sitcom. I, I have said it before. When they're just being shitty teenagers, <laughs> they're great. <laughs> right. Uh, I feel I feel like we might have talked about this in a recent episode, Jordan. But, yeah, I think, uh, we, I think that's I, what inspired it. I think mine's Jedi still. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's pretty classic, but... Um, he's he's pure. Yeah, yeah. He's got his dumb business plans, and that's what he's going to do. They're all so good, though. It's really difficult. I probably would say Jedi, but if I wasn't going to say Jedi, I would probably say um, Mimet. Mimet, all all the witches five. Uh, well, mm. the first three, which is five. Yeah, the first three are good. I mean, but but here's the thing, and so is Catsy and Birdie are great, and yeah, Cat uh, Catsy. Not so much. Cohen, yes. You don't like her voice. <laughs> I had completely forgotten about it until you reminded me. <laughs> and uh, Birdie coming in there and playing chess against uh, against Mercury. She was great too. Yeah, but I, she's true. I'd probably go with Mimet. Mimet was uh, was uh, pretty hilarious and wonderful. Mimet being like, "I have a crush on this boy. Time to kill him." Is like. <laughs> exceptionally yeah, choice yeah. <laughs> who can't relate um all right well so that's uh so we got three different choices three uh, but we I, oh we also oh, i should mention we did get at least one person tweeting at us how much they they love the amazon trio despite their creepiness i like their fashion choices everything else is questionable <laughs> now which fashion like let me say which of the amazon trio would you dress as if you could dress as one of them <laughs> i would you, know, you get a free outfit yeah. of your choice. Free outfit. Um, I'm I'm kind of like digging fish eyes, just like Michelin Man vibe, <laughs> but with the pink fish stencil. Yeah. On it, it's like it's like you know perfect for winter. You know, it's good insulation and it's it's high high fashion couture. I'm gonna I'm gonna Google fish eye Sailor Moon cosplay and see if, if people make Please. this this outfit. Um, That's all I need. They definitely do. They definitely do make it. It's pretty <laughs> impressive. Uh, I recommend Googling it. There's some pretty good fish eyes out there. Perfect. And the stilettos, too. That's the other big thing. It's like the full body costume, like a V-neck zippered neck, but with the stilettos. That's what makes it. I don't want to wear any of their outfits, but if I had to, I would go with Tiger's Eye. Yeah, I I would I could have called that one for you. Oh, a mile away. oh, so that so you're just comfortable being Hawkeye, I guess. I I think I would also like to go with with Tiger's Eye. I like a loud print every now and then. Yeah, yeah. And also the razor blade earrings. Like, I'm sorry, that's mm. pretty sweet. Mm, yeah. yeah, I think I would like the uh the Amazon trio a lot more mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. if they were like. 20% less sex creep mm -hmm. and like 15% more dirtbag. Yeah, yeah. I can get behind like, that. Like if they had, if you just knew they had a car up on blocks in the yard. <laughs> I mean, they do. Come on. I mean, yeah, they do. But like, I'm telling you, 20% less sex creep, 15% more dirtbag. That's the magic formula. Mm -hmm. I like it, man. Uh, all right. So is that all we have for, uh, for a little break here? Yeah. Let's get back to it. Yeah. Let's get back to it and see if there are any exciting new costume changes <laughs> awaiting us in uh, in Sailor Stars here. Hmm. 
very good. Oh man, I'm just noticing. I I, I always forget that Fisheye has creepy fish lizard yeah. hands. Some wild uh, little detail. And so all fun. the people like painting their hands green or or wearing weird fishy gloves is pretty hilarious. I totally forgot about that. Anyway, back to it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, do do go on, Jordan. Oh, all right, fish hands. That's it. No, I mean, I mean, with the show. Oh, uh, well, Mamo's at his uh, giant desk <laughs> on his PC. Giant PC. It's because you know, nineties. Uh, he's typing mm-hmm. in like like a, a text based <laughs> operating system. As you yeah, do. He's he's ha- he's hacking the Gibson. Oh, is that what's happening? <laughs> I don't even know what he's doing. Although he. He's is his, is his phone ringing? Is that what's freaking him out? Or he ends up tearing his computer apart and throwing it on throwing his keyboard on the ground. Yeah, I mean, again, it's the nineties. We've all been there. <laughs> I mean, I was there earlier tonight. Like, it sucks. It's funny though. Like, uh, I will say, okay, uh, I'm going to be complimentary about Memo for a second, and I know you don't, you're not going to be on board with that. But, but look, it's fine. He shows the strength of his character. Because again, like we saw people getting the glass in their eye uh, last episode, like immediately, like being, like punching the shit out of each other and stuff, like instantly. True. Um, and he's able to fight it pretty good. Like he keeps thinking of Usagi and being like, "She told me I should just relax." Like, like yeah, you know what? She's right. I should relax. Like everything will be okay. And he like smiles and everything. And it's like, yeah, man, he can he can beat this glass in the eye thing. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, a bird go- flies by Usagi's window in a weird bit of animation. Yeah, I've not. It's like a hummingbird, but it's also like it's like weirdly smeary, I guess. And then like a, a crow eats it or something. Yeah, it might be a bug. Oh, but is it I a think bug? it's a cicada. Yeah. All right, that makes a little bit more sense. But literally, like, Usagi's just looking out the window. She's like, oh, wow, I sure hope everything will be okay. A crow immediately flies in front of her window, takes the smaller thing with its talons, and flies away. Like, in a world ruled by symbolism, it's like, what could that possibly ever mean? Fortunately, Usagi is immune to the literary device of metaphor, so... (laughs) Um, as we cut to the next scene, I want to pause again to talk about uh, some outfits, because I just noticed a thing. Mishiro over here, it, 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 it's kind of hard to see this because she's walking behind stuff, but she's wearing the coat she was wearing earlier, mm-hmm. which yeah. we saw her wearing outside. So it kind of looked like, oh, that must be outerwear. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> now she's in the house. And before you go like, yeah, but she, maybe she just walked in. She's wearing bright pink slippers. So she's wearing a like a mini skirt trench coat, right? Yeah. It looks like a trench coat, except it goes like an inch below her butt, if that. And then bare legs and pink slippers. <laughs> it's it's yeah, a strong look. It's, yeah. Is, is it strong? Is it strong now? Yeah. Strong as in forceful or strong as in successful? Yes. Okay. <laughs> When you're, when you're a mother, you just don't have time for that sort of thing anymore. You can't coordinate your outfits. <laughs> no. She's learned that over the past, like, three days that she's had a kid. <laughs> uh, speaking of her kid. Yeah. 
Let's go into uh, Hataru's room and see what's up with her. Oh, she's getting a vision of herself <laughs> in an idealized form. Yep, there she is. Yeah, what, why is that happening? Because she, she needs to awaken. Which, which, okay. The last time Hotaru was going to awaken, it was going to be very bad. I'm yeah. right about that, right? I'm yeah. remembering that correctly. Yes. Now, that might have had something to do with, you know, Mistress 90. Or yeah. Was okay. that who it was? What her name was? Mistress 9. Pharaoh yeah, 9. Pharaoh 9 and Mistress yeah. 90. <laughs> Oh, no, Mistress Nine and Pharaoh Ninety. That's what. There it was. we go. Okay. Thank you, Audrey. <laughs> uh, double Queen. <laughs> I mean, we should also mention that Nehalenia is in every piece of glass now. She's like reflecting out of every surface. She lives in glass, Apparently. which is, I, I think, kind of an interesting evolution of her being trapped in a mirror. Is now she's just in every reflection, mm. which is pretty cool. She should not it's never throw stones. Really dressed. No, not really. I mean, I don't know if she like lives in it or if she's just using her power to look through it or what. Either way, I think it's like a really it's it leads to some really cool visuals, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, as you said, Sailor Saturn just shows up to talk to Hotaru. <laughs> just a chat. Which is weird. Yeah. And then, you know, once again, the cat's in the cradle and the silver spoon, man. <laughs> what does that mean? Oh, she's growing up too fast. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you got it. You got there. Yeah, I did. Is this the part where? Oh, and this is the part where she remembers her girlfriend. Yes. Yes. So that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> which she remembers a lot of other stuff too. Which is like subtext, but also romantic love is the driving engine of this show. So it's kind of text text at this point. <sighs> I mean, technically, I like. it's still subtext. True. But yes, you're right. Subtext is for cowards. So then, uh, what happens is. She walks out of her room stark naked. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that. Yeah, that's also a thing that happens <laughs> on the show. <laughs> a lot. How many times over the past five years have we had to go like, yeah? Then there's some weird, uncomfortable nudity. A lot. I mean, this isn't the end of it, I don't think. But again, this one's no. she is what so we just said she was twelve, I guess. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Or I yeah. guess she's probably 13 now. Although I don't know, do you I don't I don't know if it counts anyway. Who cares? I, I don't yeah. understand why she had to be naked for this. She, because she was wearing very small clothes a minute ago and now she's much bigger. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, um couple things there. Uh it's an imaginary <laughs> fake event, so they could have what? just given her clothes. <laughs> what? The other thing is like there's like a real quick pan of her entire body, which they did not have to draw. They didn't. Because <laughs> no, the entertaining shots true. are like her foot coming out of the door, which that's a, that's that's for you, Ikihara, I guess. <laughs> oh. oh, man. There's a shot of her foot coming out of the door, and they shoot her from like the collarbone up. So why did they do the full shot? I mean, I guess yeah. they did the full shot to show us that she was grown up, but like eh, it goes by real quick. <laughs> they, like they know there's, they know they're not supposed to be doing that. She was stressed out. She didn't have time to to dress up. Yeah, but they shouldn't. I mean, well, yeah, Chris, what are you, what are you proposing? That just clothes magically appear on people's bodies? Like that's impossible. You're right. That would be weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My suspense of disbelief has been completely ruined by this, you know? <laughs> and, you know, she's in some kind of, like, pastel silhouette, so obviously it would never, it would never That work. couldn't happen. Yeah, that wouldn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah. 
No, I want to jump back to the flashbacks for a second because, like, Sailor oh, yeah. Saturn just shows her like a little clip show of like what Hotaru's life was like. One of the things that she remembers is that her moms, like Haruka and Michiru, were planning to kill Hotaru <laughs> for like all of S. Yeah, and yeah, you know, her dad, who you know, only sold his soul to be to protect her to save her life and is currently alive exists you just remembered that and it's like well Well, you know i would just like storm out of my room stark naked and demand some answers too (laughs) what's what's professor tomoe doing right now is he like on tv being like i just want my daughter back like yeah they just they told me we had i had to give her to them she just said she was gonna borrow it and she hasn't given it back yet it's okay she's uh over 1000 and also 19 years old simultaneously so i'm sure she knows what she's doing (laughs) i have this book here that tells me all the stats (laughs) you know that dude would have a book of stats that creep (laughs) He, he the creep was probably the thing that was possessing him i forget what its name was remember he was possessed yeah that's what i'm hoping yeah so so anyway uh Cut to uh, the the shrine where uh, the, the the girls are all hanging out, uh, and Ray tells a story about her hair trigger exorcisms. She like literally just kind of like walks into a room and sees an object shaking, and is like, yeah. and like exercises <laughs> it like immediately. Yeah, because she's been at this for several years at this point. She knows what the fuck is up. Oh, it's hilarious. Ray's like the MVP yeah. of this episode. Oh, is she? Yeah. Being nice to Usagi, being ready with the Ofuda. Like, oh, yeah. All two of her lines are winners. It was a, mi- a mirror that was shaking, and she exercised the mirror. And, and everybody's yeah, like, a lot of people, a lot of people have been staring blankly into mirrors these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> thought so I saw a weird nice. reflection in the mirror myself. Yeah. And th- that's when the glass-breasted uh, ladies grow up out of the ground. I'm sorry, what, what did you just call them? <laughs> Uh, because remember last episode we we saw their glass breasts get shattered by a yeah from no the I just I just wanted to make sure that I did hear you say the glass breasted ladies that's what it, I said yes yeah, okay I mean just listen sure. it's a pretty fitting name for them mm, yeah yeah not not wrong <laughs> you could just call them glass ladies hmm. but I think look, <laughs> the show is emphasizing it as much as you are. Yeah, so. this is what I'm saying. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so all the scouts transform. Yes, including a double moon transformation. I mean, all, which is to say all the present scouts. That's the five inners. And- yeah. Yes. And Chibi. The five inners and their trainee. <laughs> uh, we get some very quick, uh, low-budget Sailor Senshi attacks. We get Flame Sniper, uh, which is missing a couple frames before it just stops. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. Mercury Aqua Rhapsody. Just reminding you of what our current attacks are. We get Jupiter Oak Evolution. All of these just manifest as like colored light, by the way. Yeah. And I love that we get these, like, we get those three and these very dramatic, like, you know, if it was a comic, they'd be splash pages of 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 the scouts like doing their attacks. And then uh Chibi, the Los Dos Usagis just like r- like scrambling to get away while screaming it's very good yep is very very good and th- then all of the scouts are surrounded and completely about to get beaten when all of a sudden oh i haven't put it in the, in the god damn it 
I still got this one though. He is tuxedo mask. I don't believe it. Close enough. Still funny to me. It is tuxedo mask. I don't believe it. He is. But I should believe it because there he is, and he cannot forgive uh, their arrogant sort of uh, the, the 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 arrogant sort who disturbed the peace of girls. But then all of a sudden, he falls ill because he still has glass in his eye. Little does anyone know. Because oh. because he's Memoru, and that's what he what? does. Well, that's, yeah, that's wow, cool. they're the same person? <laughs> How do you feel about that? I'm very surprised. <laughs> I'm shocked. I'm appalled. I can't believe it. <laughs> I can't believe it. Um, so, so him getting uh, uh, woozy distracts all of the scouts, and they all go, Tuxedo Mask, and then the bad guys get them. Yep. So Tuxedo Mask does the opposite of helping this time. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Sorry, dude. I tried to uh, talk you up, and this is what you do. Yeah, man. He really biffed it. He just hecked it all up to Goofenstein. But then. Yes. Uh, but then. Yes. Hang on, my phone's ringing. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's a call from a new era. What? <laughs> could somebody answer that, please? <laughs> Who could answer it? Sailor Uranus and Sailor Neptune and Sailor Pluto could. Um, Let's see. Uh, Could you tell me what each of them are the guardians of? Because this is pretty fascinating. Well, uh, as you know, Uranus, of course, when, when you think of, of Haruka, she is, of course, the guardian of flight. Uh, okay. Uh, and Michiru is the guardian of something that is definitely a word, which is embracement. <laughs> <laughs> they need to learn English with George. I think I might. How about Pluto? Sailor Pluto, from the planet of space-time, is the guardian of revolution. And I don't know if that means, like, just rotating, because she is <laughs> rotating as she says it, or if it's like, you know, like, like what we need to get rid of capitalism. <laughs> well, you know what? It's all cyclical. It would just come back around again. Mm. Mm. I'll risk it. Um, yes, pretty ridiculous. Th- this is the first time I remember hearing them declare themselves the guardians of very specific things, and those were weird ass things. Yeah, the guardian of the- embracement is the pretty best one, the pretty best. I wish she had just said, "I fr- from the planet of the deep sea. I am Sailor Neptune. I love hugs." <laughs> <laughs> but so, like, she she's the guardian of hugs. Like, so so it's like if if anyone challenges. The validity of hugs. She'll be there to yeah. defend hugs. So they've got their slightly, slightly redesigned costumes with their translucent sleeves now. Oh yeah, look at that. Uh, big hearts. Did they have the hearts before? Oh, I don't remember them having hearts before. Yeah, they've got hearts now. I mean, they were pretty heartless. Well, yes. Um, they tried to kill everybody. Yeah, they sure yeah. did. They, they did not have pure hearts. Well, they had uh, artifacts instead. <laughs> A big old sword instead. Uh, but there's one more uh, new outer century. <laughs> Who's that answering this call? Who could it be? Uh, from the from the planet of silence. Now we've got embracement, yeah. flight, revolution. One of those is is significantly more intimidating than the others. <laughs> I think. Uh, wait, which one? Uh, I would say revolution. Yeah, okay, I guess so. Uh, but Saturn is the guardian of ruin and rebirth. <laughs> yeah. Which is intense. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, she's impressive. She's got her 
what is it called? The lathe of silence. The silence glaive. Yes, glaive, yeah. which is larger than she is. Oh, by a mile. <laughs> yeah, it is about two feet taller than uh, Hataru. She's yeah, only she's... twelve. How how tall is she? <laughs> God. And <laughs> can three foot nine. Oof, that's wow, very... a baby. Oh, yeah, that's that's over a foot shorter than Usagi. Yeah. yeah her strength is injury treatment her weakness is that she is physically weak her weakness is weakness <laughs> accurate, accurate. Oh, also she, her hobby is that she collects lamps that's news to me yeah the hobbies are maybe my favorite thing in this book yeah does it have her least favorite subject in school uh it does what is that phys ed because she's, she's so sickly. She is she is physically weak. Yeah. Uh let's see. <laughs> Sailor Pluto's hobbies are watching over Chibi Usa. Uh, <laughs> oh no. And and shopping. Okay. Well at least she has one real hobby. That's nice. You know what Neptunes are, of course. Violin uh, and Violin, swimming. Swimming, sure. Haruka's are driving track and field and piano, which I don't <laughs> think we've seen. Did she not play piano for Mishiro to play violin? Did she? I don't, I don't recall. So, uh, so Yusagi, uh, by the way, the, the Alex Senshi saved uh, the Sailor Scouts' life, and Yusagi's response is, what are you guys doing here? <laughs> um, oh, hey guys. <laughs> What's up? Yeah. <laughs> they did not, I mean, I guess they did probably part on the best terms, but the, they were <laughs> in kind of rough shape before that. Yeah. Uh, also, again, they hung out in the movie. That they did. That's right. It was oh, all whatever. just a <laughs> the movies. It was all just a black dream hole. Don't remember any of it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, their memories all got sucked into mm. that hole. So all the all the the ten senshi have now gathered. This is <laughs> not all of them, right? <laughs> well, but listen, Chris, you're missing the most important part. That it's time to awaken the true moon princess. Yes. Which I what? thought we, I was under the impression we had done that a significant <laughs> amount of time ago. Yeah. That's, but now it's time for them all to Care Bear stare. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, everyone's power fills Usagi's body and she can hear their words in her heart. <laughs> yeah. I, it's weird, man. Uh, they so, just like think happy thoughts at each other. Yeah. Yeah. Which, uh, I mean, that, Jordan, this is not the first time that has been done on the show well the first time it happened at least they were ghosts doing it <laughs> <laughs> at least they were ghosts at least they were ghosts. all i can ask is that you're dead first and then <laughs> so she does what she calls moon eternal makeup which is a wing-based transformation well she gets out the uh the the brooch and all of the other scout symbols fly into it and then it changes into a different brooch so they and then it changes into a different brooch <laughs> this is true um but then again so then yusaki for a second has giant like angel from x-men wings which appear to be or, attached or to her angel yeah, but i want to say like, angel from x-men like a like an angel from a from the bible yeah but well, i don't actually, own i don't i don't work on the bible so it's i'm going to plug not in like angels from the bible because she would have uh six wings and be covered in eyes and also be on fire yeah. or possibly be a wheel 
But my point was that she has angels from X-Men wings and they're attached to her back at the right place. Then the wings all of a sudden kind of turn into like more cartoony wings. And she has four of them, two that are attached at her lumbar and two that are attached to her butt. More like, which is more like a, a classic angel that has butt wings. Yeah. Angels, you know, the one that, that comes to visit Isaiah six wings. That's weird, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. That Bible is weird. Do a whole podcast about it. (laughs) I know. She's got butt wings. It's weird to me. And I can't unsee it. The butt wings are weird. Let me tell you something. I love Sailor Moon. I don't really like this outfit. Yeah. (laughs) Let's talk about what's different about this outfit. You know what it is? It's the the sleeve caps. So she's got... Big pink sleeve caps. Bubblegum pink, gumball looking, Tom Servo looking yeah. sleeve caps. <laughs> um, but then she also has like, I don't like, I, I don't like that she's they've reversed the colors on the 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 boots and the sleeves. So instead of red sleeves and red boots with white trim, yeah. she has white boots and sleeves with red trims. I'm not into it. She has three color. She's wearing three mini skirts. Erin <laughs> Gladstone once drew a picture and was like when i was a kid i didn't know if sailor moon ended and i didn't know what her final costume looked like so i just assumed she got more skirts and more bows and more ruffles (laughs) yeah and she drew like a sailor moon who is completely encased in like in ruffles it's (laughs) very good like so she has a a yellow miniskirt over a red miniskirt over a blue miniskirt yeah instead of a bow on her chest she has a wing bow a bow made out of wings? Yeah. Yeah. yeah don't bow. say yeah like, yeah, of course. <laughs> That's sensible. Everybody thing. knows what a wing bow is, Jordan. <laughs> it's that classic design motif. I am not a fan. I am not a fan of this outfit. Oh, and by the way, this is also the 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 same outfit she's wearing in the in the butt poster that we were talking about earlier. Yes. Right. Audrey, thoughts? Yeah. Um <laughs> so many thoughts yeah i kind of like the way that this one cements her theme color as white because you know like the blue skirt already like murky already has blue and like the the red boots well mars already has red so this one like gives her like a a theme color mm-hmm. but i'm not sold on the wing motif i know it's like literally like oh she's an angel who's going to save our souls but, you know, I could have figured that out myself without having it eight times on her body. Yeah. I just don't like those those bubblegum sleeves. And I think, like, mm. yeah, Super Sailor Moon is a pretty good second form, I think. But I, I just really like the, the Golden Age Sailor Moon outfit. <laughs> like, the, you know, Sailor Moon. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you think of Sailor Moon, that's the outfit I like right uh, yes i mean uh... but you're you're right i do like that it does it distinguishes her and it makes her the leader right like you can very clearly tell uh oh she's got more skirts than anybody else <laughs> she's in charge <laughs> she asserts her dominance through skirts oh also so i just i just uh, i saw on Wikimoon a thing that i didn't notice she no longer has a tiara Oh, yeah. She just True. has the moon on her forehead. I didn't notice that either. Yeah. Very weird. Well, she um, can no longer do moon tiara uh, action. Yep. It's done. Upsetting. That's sad. See you at the crossroads. <laughs> that is a bummer. So now, is this Eternal Sailor Moon? Yes. 
This yeah, because she used a moon eternal makeup. Okay. Speaking of new things, we also get a uh, brand new wand. Oh. Which is just covered in buttons. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah, looks like it... you can program a VCR with it. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? I don't mind the wand. It's like this one is very scepter like. It's very sceptery it and very like mace like. Like you could yeah. do some damage with this this guy. Definitely. Yeah. Like you know, if the magic doesn't work, you can always just use bludgeoning. Uh, and we get uh, what is the bizarre name of this thing? Let's see. It seems to be called honeymoon therapy. Honeymoon kiss therapy. Starlight honeymoon therapy kiss. That is that what it is? <laughs> Whatever it is, it's too long. Yeah, it's it's, like it's a, a lot. Yeah. Starlight Honeymoon Therapy Kiss, yes. Uh, we don't get the name for that for another five episodes. <laughs> What's weird is, so so. do you remember how, uh, this is for the, the, the listener, I know you guys remember this. Uh, she, so this is like in keeping with the whole double transformation thing. She would turn into Sailor Moon and then the horse would have to turn her into Super Sailor Moon. So this is another one of those because she turns into that in order to do eternal Sailor Moon to do this maneuver, but then she turns back into Super Sailor Moon after, which right. is a better outfit. Also, the wand transforms back as well. What, let's see, what is it called? It, uh, the Moon Kaleidoscope turns into what they call the Eternal Tiara. Tiara? T-I-A-R-E. I don't know. Tiara. Tiara. <laughs> uh, so it transforms and then transforms back when, when it's done doing its move, which is weird. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, like you said, Saturn awakens her as the true moon princess. <laughs> and I wish like Luna would have been there and been like, yeah, you're a little bit late. We did solve that one back in 92. Uh, where is Luna? I need her. It's so weird that the show occasionally forgets that it has multiple talking cats. Hey, did you guys notice the part where the mouths get all fucked up? Yes. Okay, that scared the crap out of me when I was watching it. It's real freaky. Yeah. Did you see this, Chris? What's your what's your timestamp here? Uh, twenty one oh five. Ah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. Oh no, that that upset me when I watched it. Yeah, they must have been like doing uh. Hey, they did it. They did it, everybody. Glass in the eye, teeth falling out, weird, like, mouths turning into, like, black holes. I mean, cool. It must be that that's them doing, like, the the animation of, like, lip flap, like, matching the lips to the the words, and then they accidentally left a few frames of the lip flap out, and instead you can just see, like, like it's but what's weird is it's that it's not just nothing that you see like on one of them it's yeah. nothing it's, it's background I but think. it's not the background yeah. of this shot at least the, it's so i don't weird. think so because no. i don't see anything see bright red time. yeah yeah it's cool because you know what i really like to see in sailor moon is just straight up fucking junji ito shit <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm happy about i gotta go to sleep after this <laughs> Enjoy. so we're getting distracted they're, they're talking about sailor moon's true form and uh uh, and then we cut to Mamo's apartment. I feel like Sailor Moon should be like, this is my fourth true form. Is this it? Can you just go ahead and give me the one where I turn into she's a tank? Gonna, she's or... got to evolve like a Pokemon. Yeah. yeah. Right. So back at Mamo's house, she's like, hey, do you want to? Oh, I guess I. Nope, you're leaving me. All right. Uh, bye. And then Mamo is trying to get the fucking glass out of his eye and he can't do it. 
Yeah. And you know why? That's why right. Uh, Nelania goes, you're mine now. Wow. Because all these, all these queens just want Mamo. Yeah, man. <laughs> they want to turn him into a Hot Pocket. They want to <laughs> have him around. What flavor of Hot Pocket do you think he is? Uh, Rose. Oh, mm. that's disgusting. <laughs> you asked. Rose Hot Pocket. Gah. I do like that uh, when Nehalenia shows up and sort of like, you know, do, does the, the standard uh, female villain, uh, like, neck hug that she does, she says, I'm going to destroy everything you love, <laughs> which <laughs> is a strong fucking move. Yeah, it's a power play for sure. I will take everything you love from you. And I think she is saying that to Sailor Moon. Uh, she says, Queen of the White Moon, I will take everything you love away from right. you. H- hard. <laughs> hard. Uh, yeah, I, I like Nihilinia. She is finally not here to play around. Yeah. We finally got one. We finally got a villain. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's that's the episode, everybody. Nihilinia is going to take away everything she, Usagi loves. She's not going to let anyone have any nice things. Yeah. Uh, so... It is now time for us to talk about what we've learned from the episode. It's time for Sailor Business Says. Audrey, what did you learn from this episode of Sailor Moon? What I learned is that if you need to awaken your magic powers and you're kind of like on a deadline, um, a quick clip show of your most traumatic moments from your past life will do the trick. (laughs) Yeah, that's accurate. Yeah. Uh, George, how about you? I learned that if you're wondering where in your house your child is, try their room. How about you? Uh, I learned that the laws of physics can do a lot of things. Like you can <laughs> oh, use yeah. them to simulate past events. <laughs> That's right. I mean, that sounds 100% accurate. I mean, technically, anytime you do pretty much anything, you're using the laws of physics. So if you are simulating past events, you're definitely using them. Those are all words that, that <laughs> technically form a sentence. Like, it fulfills the bare requirements of a sentence, <laughs> but it means nothing. Wow. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just like... Makes you think. <laughs> uh, so yeah, like, a, a, a certainly an episode with some weird stuff, but I again, I'm really enjoying Stars as we get into it. Like, Yeah, so far so good. Yeah. Definitely. It's been fun. Uh, I mean, again, uh, as much weirdness as it is that all of a sudden these scouts are adults, um, I do still want to watch their spinoff. Sorry, it's just how it is. It's a good spinoff. <laughs> yeah, D- they're not. So they're not in school, right? They're clearly not wearing school uniforms. Yeah, they yeah. don't seem to be going to school. Yeah, um, maybe they're homeschooled. I mean, their school did blow up. That's right. That means no school. Yeah, but presumably, a year or two later, you get to go to a different school. <laughs> now, if the school blows up, blows up and it's fifteen minutes past, you're legally allowed to leave school. <laughs> That is that. Uh, I think we're done here. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't we talk about where we can find you on the internet? Yeah, that's what I, that was. That's what I was edging towards. <laughs> okay. uh, uh, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Uh, Audrey, before we leave, where can everyone find you on the internet and all of your thoughts about Sailor Moon and uh, other things as well? Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, my, my rich and detailed history with Sailor Moon can be found at Sailor Moon Sub uh, on Twitter or Tumblr. And all my thoughts about everything else can be shoehorned down to uh, Platypus in Plaid on Twitter and Tumblr. Nice. Right. Yeah. Uh, Audrey Dubois, thank you so much for joining us. You have been yeah. a delightful <laughs> guest to have around. And Thank you so much for having me. Yes, uh, someone that I genuinely enjoy yeah. uh, following on, on Twitter and Tumblr just to see what you are saying about Sailor Moon at any given time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me for these episodes in particular. Because, like, man, this season opening, it goes right for it. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't pull any punches. Everything you love. <laughs> That's at right. At this point, in in like season one, Queen Barrel was like, "Hey Jedi, go make a new kind of pet." <laughs> That's Melanie's right. Like, I will ruin your world. Well, she is a holdover from last season. Well, that's true. At this point, last season she was just standing in a mirror. Yeah. <laughs> if if that, we we probably haven't seen her yet. Probably so. Uh, Jordan, where can everybody find us? Our show is on Twitter at Sailor Business. I am on Twitter at Crackshot with a zero instead of an O. And our producer, Jake Mason, is on Twitter at JJ underscore Mason. He also does a ton of other podcasts, many of which he speaks on audibly. <laughs> um, many of them he speaks on inaudibly, so it's just weird. <laughs> Slam. Chris, what about you? Uh, you can find me at the-isb.com. That has links to all of the columns that I write around the web, comic books that I have written that you can buy online or at your local comic book store. Uh, another podcast that I do, which I do a great deal of them, I t- this is the third I've done in the past 24 hours, so go listen to them. <laughs> there are all places where you can give money to me, if you would like. Uh, so yeah, check that out. I am also on the Bad website Twitter. Because none of us can escape it. <laughs> and if you would like to tell me something directly, you can always try me at, at the ISB, T-H-E-I-S-B. I'm not on there often, but if you uh, if you try me, that's I, I will probably see it eventually. Remember the time you told our listeners to call you? <laughs> Did I? I don't. You didn't give out your number or anything, but you were like, you can always call me. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, look, if you got my number, you can call me. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> anyway, See it is late. Oh, I'm tired too. I'm getting loopy. <laughs> Thank you for listening. What's next? We will be back in our next episode with uh, episode one nice. That's right, episode 169. Oh. The Cursed Mirror <laughs> Memory Caught in a Nightmare. Oh no, it's a nightmare. Oh. Until oh. then, keep your mind on sailor business. Sailor.